Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode where I interview Aaron Bergen, Herod of Heartfelt Home Space. So, Aaron, oh my gosh, we talk about design and color and trends, but then she also shares this really beautiful story with us about how she was able to use her expertise in design to support her father during his illness. So I love this story. I can't wait for you to hear it. Welcome to Revive and Thriveology. I help women transform their lives by harmonizing their living space through holistic home practices. I'm your host, Lisa Morton. Hello, hello, and welcome back to this episode. I'm your host, Lisa Morton. And in this episode, I'm chatting with Erin bergen Herod. Erin, how are you today? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm so happy to have you chat with me. Um, Erin has been in the interior design industry for 14 years and also in feng shui and energy work. And I think interesting enough, we both had the same little path. It was initially started with Reiki mm-hmm. and learning about Reiki energy. And I, it, it's mm-hmm. how fun that works yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, Erin, tell everyone a little bit about every about yourself, where you're at, all your work that you do. Sure. Um, um... Well, I'm located east of Cleveland in Painesville. Um, obviously, I do interior design, so a lot of kitchens, baths, basements, family rooms, everything, um, new homes, remodels, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a mom of three little kids <laughs> who keep me busy. Um, and, and some two, dogs, right? Yes, two dogs, um, both puppies, actually. So that's been an adventure. Um, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, tell me about your favorite thing about interior design. What do you love about design? What draws you everything, in? Everything. <laughs> um, I'm so I'm such like a person that has to be happy in my surroundings visually, um, but I'm also a detail person. So of course I'm over here like, okay, this isn't perfect. This isn't perfect. Perfectionism thing. But that's you could use all of that, you know, in design. And so it's kind of cool because those are things I naturally do. I'm just sitting somewhere. If I'm somewhere, I'm looking for what's pretty, what I like around me. And um, obviously all that affects your energy too. So like Mm -hmm. how you feel in the space, how you're, you know, are you comfortable? Are you uptight? What, what is it that's making those spaces, you know, comfortable for you? So I, it's cool because you can day to day be involved in creating that and changing that and updating things and finding those things that could use improvement. Um, And almost like an auditing process, you know, like what, what can we do better? Um, how do we make it better? And what what are those things that are going to make it better for that person? Yeah. You know? So it's, so it's cool because you get to meet people and learn about them and, you know, what things that they like. You know, you, you learn a lot of personal things about people when you work with them. Oh, um, isn't that the all truth? All the way down to like, the other day I was like, <laughs> sit on your toilet <laughs> and let's figure out what feels better for the toilet, pa- toilet paper holder. You know, does it feel better over here? Does it feel better next to you? And, you know, it, it, you have to kind of do that. Even like, you know. Well, when you shower, do you want, you know, your products here or, or this way? Um, yeah. All those things. Um, so it's, it's cool because you get to kind of get into people's lives and learn how they cook, you know, yeah. how they how they interact with each other because everyone's different. Yeah. You don't realize that. No one talks to their friends and is like, oh, yeah, you know, where do you put your utensils in your kitchen? But, like, some people have weird things they use or some right. people use more spices or some people – I don't know, cook different things. And so they, they work differently in their kitchen. Um, so it's kind of cool to learn all that. I won't ever forget one time I went into a woman's big walk-in closet and she had a meat cleaver in her closet. <laughs> 
Hey, people, you know, had another woman who had, um, we're working on her bathroom and I go in to see her bathroom for the first time and she always stored a box of Cheerios on the, her bathtub because she would snack on it. <laughs> so snack? she always yeah. had this box of Cheerios. <laughs> hey, if that's what, what works for you, right. then go for it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You so, learn all Aaron, kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, um, what are some things that you were loving in like going on in design right now as far as colors or patterns that feel energetically good or you're having fun working with? I like that we're getting rid of gray, even though I like gray, but I like pulling in the taupes and the greens and the natural earthy elements, um, mm-hmm. the wood tones that are back. I'm not a huge like overdue wood, but okay. wood adds warmth. Um, so it's super important, especially like in kitchens and things like that, when you've got cabinets that are getting beat up by people opening and shutting cabinets. And then you've got paint that chips off and shows mm-hmm. wear and tear. And then you can use wood, which is going to warm your space, but also it's going to hide and camouflage a lot of those little things, nicks and things like that. So I love, love that it. that's coming back. Yeah. Um, what else? And the gray is kind of going. And, yeah. and the gray can be mixed in, you know, with, with the neutrals. It's a new neutral, but it's not the only thing. It's not gray floors are out. I love that. I'm over the wood, gray wood floors. <laughs> like, let's mm-hmm. use the natural stuff. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that. I'm also really loving, I'm assuming you're going to be on the same page, is um, the, the like, really moody granites that are big. I mean, I love mm-hmm. that natural effect. Yeah. yeah. I just did a project. Um, we did black. It was just, like, for the bar area. We didn't do the whole kitchen. We did black, but it had that – oh, I broke my headphones. Um, <laughs> it had that – I do the same thing. I get really animated right. with my hands. <laughs> yeah. It had that, passionate. Right. <laughs> It had that um, like coppery gold, big swirl through the middle of it, and we did gold hardware with black accents and stuff, and it was so fun. But not everyone's daring enough to do it, but it's so yeah. cool when people are ready to just dive in. Mm-hmm. And when you know you can intentionally place that unique right. swirl right next to the mm-hmm. counter, so it's always catching your eye, or you know, I mean, yep. placement is also really fun with countertops. Yes, yes nice. Sure. Tell me about pink colors. What are you using these days, and what are you loving? <sighs> A lot of greens. Yeah. A lot of greens. But they're gray. You know, I whenever I go to um, appointments with clients, especially in initial consultations, I pull the paint deck out and I'm like, okay, what what draws to you? You know, are you are you a purples person? Are you blues? Do you like the grays? Do you like whatever? And when I'm looking at the decks, I'm like, you know, I always was taught to go a little grayer. So you might think it's a little grayer, but then we don't have kids' bedroom colors because they're not true, true, bold colors. It's a little more timeless it's a little more warm but not everyone understands how to just grab that themselves you have to kind of almost be taught that this is where you need to you need mm-hmm. to look in these colors and this is the part of the paint deck we want to use um so i've always kind of been in a little bit of a niche of going with the gray tones undertones mm-hmm. um and then going bold i've got some people that are willing to go a little more bold in some places and do those moody rooms I you know paint everything the whole wall i was just at a console yesterday i was like Let's paint it all. She had like a wainscoting around the room. I'm like, let's paint the whole wall, trim everything, all a dark color and be dramatic. And then we'll do some light draperies and, you know, give you a little bit of brightness, but let's do it. And she was like, I'm going to do it. And I was like, yes, Yes. let's do a dark color, bold color. (laughs) Um, And that was a shade of a green, you know, it was a deeper, a deeper green. Um, I did a couple bedrooms and bathrooms and greens. Green's kind of here, but some blues are coming back too, like denim blue is a big one um people always it seems like a classic blue is a classic yeah. color it's just you know that you've got the the trends that change what mm-hmm. shade of that blue it is mm-hmm. but that denim and you know that's kind of a, a 
forever color, obviously. If you look at fashion, that's where you can yeah. get a lot of the, the color direction too. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the big so, stuff. So I love this. I love that we're talking to color. I, I, so yeah. <laughs> I've always found it interesting, like just over my career, and I'm sure you've seen this too, that just how, how they do shift, right? They got like mm-hmm. reds went from like berries to like paprikas to like true mm-hmm. reds to like, and, and how it morphs over time. And it's just... Yeah. It's fun because it's always fresh and new. Like you're using right. these same colors, but it's a fresh new approach. Mm-hmm. So regarding the the bold colors, do you feel yeah. people are more open to that these days than maybe in the right. past? Or with these bold rooms? It depends on the client. I think okay. it depends on the person. I think some people are just in general more safe. And especially in like Lake County, like I always tell people, like they're like, "Do you have any pictures of you know projects we've done like X Y Z?" And I'm like, "We propose those ideas, but then usually we get to the point of people committing, and they're like, eh, what about resale? <laughs> what about resale? What are we gonna do about later? What if I hate it in three years? Yeah. Paint's an easy way to change it, though. So like paint, you can commit to a bold color. It's paint. Most people mm-hmm. can paint. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's gonna take a little work to go over a dark wall, but you can paint." Mm-hmm. Um, whereas some other things are a little, it's a little harder to change your kitchen cabinets or your countertops. Those are a little different. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, I think it helps having like Instagram and things like that where people can see, mm-hmm. they can see what the, what it looks like and it gets people a little more comfortable with like, okay, I can do it. People are doing it. Yeah. I can do it too. You know, one thing I've, I kind of always struggle with is like HGTV, right? Because they throw out these like crazy wild things, right? And we, we as designers know you're good. You're good. Um, it, we know that it's, it's for TV, right? right? But it also does push people in this direction mm-hmm. to, to adventure out a little more from what their little comfort zone. So yep. I think that's kind of, there's there's yeah. good and there's not so good, good sides to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the budget, whole, the whole budget part's a problem on yeah. TV. Um, people call you and like, I have $10,000 to do my kitchen. You could do some countertops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's about it. Oh, um, and that's hard. So, that's yeah, hard when they're not realistic. Yeah, especially, um, yeah. I'm always amazed at the, the home shows out in California when they're selling these houses and like flipping these houses. I'm like, how are they putting all that in there for XYZ? Mm-hmm. But well, you have to remember it's TV. pricing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> TV, pricing. show they probably pricing. probably get donations for TV. Yes, yeah. Um, so they probably have people that, you know, whatever's advertising on there is probably getting donated sure. just like on the dream homes and all that kind of stuff where they donate. Yeah. So I'd like to take a little turn in our conversation. Erin, sure. you had the opportunity to do some work for someone very special in your life, and it was a very special project. And I was hoping that you would share this story sure. with everyone today. Sure. So I don't remember timing, but um, five years ago, maybe, plus or minus, um, my dad was diagnosed with ALS and um, ALS, Lou Gehrig's. Um, with that, there's a progression of how that disease typically goes, but there's not an exact time frame for anybody. There's not an exact progression of like, this is going to happen, then this is going to happen, then this is going to happen. It's kind of like, a, this is going to happen. And then sometimes this could happen next, or sometimes this could happen next, or sometimes this could happen next. So, you know, everyone has their own path. There's different types of it. Um, and there's not really any way to tell what's going to happen. But, it, you know, for him, it started out with he had foot drops. So he had a hard time controlling his foot. Um, and that led to later using a walker, 
Okay. Um, and then he was wheelchair bound. And by that point, he was starting to lose his ability to talk. Um, so at that point, we were like, listen, he's going to be in a wheelchair soon. He's not going to be able to get in the bathroom. Um, they had a long, long master bathroom. Um, and it was narrow. You know, you've got vanities on the one side, the sh- the tub and the shower on one side, and the toilet room was separate. But it was, you know, just a small, narrow area. Mm-hmm. And he was already having a hard time getting in there with the walker. Okay. Couldn't turn the walker around, that kind of thing. So we decided that we were going to redo the bathroom. So in an adjacent bedroom was an ensuite bathroom and walk-in closet. So we decided to take out part of the closet and recess the sink into the wall so that we had a little more floor space in that bathroom. It was more of a square bathroom to start. Um, So we knew that we needed to get, number one, get him in there. So we had to take the door off and put a sliding barn door on. I designed that. Obviously, I did drawings ahead of time um, and got a contractor involved and recessed the sink in, did a special toilet, did a roll-in shower, all the fun stuff. but to do all of that, I had to call and talk with um, the ALS organization in Cleveland and learn a little bit about, you know, what to expect, what do they need, what happens, what okay. are some of the problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, again, it varies, but there's a lot of typical progression. So okay. loss of motor skills, so feet, hands, gripping, obviously, um, speech, uh, breathing. Okay. So one of the big things I learned was even an ex- extra exhaust fan helps because when you're in the shower, all that steam and moisture makes it harder for them to breathe. Wow. So having an ex- extra exhaust fan to help pull that air out and keep that air going was huge. Okay. Um, you know, losing the ability to take care of yourself and like brush your teeth and wash your hands and use the bathroom and take a shower is something that nobody ever wants to think about having a caregiver mm-hmm. come in. And, you know, he was too proud to ever say like, I need help, you know? Mm-hmm. And wow. it, through the process, it was obviously hard for him to address, to, to be okay with all of it. You know, we're okay. doing this big remodel, we're spending all this money. Sure, um, sure. We know there's a time timeline on his life. We don't know what that is, but he knew that. Um, and so it, it was obviously a really hard process because I'm over here like, I'm gonna make this look cool. It's not gonna okay. be, your ordinary bathroom. I want it to feel masculine. I want, I want it to feel like a handicapped bathroom. Sure. You know, you, we got to add grab bars. We do have to do all those things. We have to have the handheld shower head. And um, we had to put in even a shower stall, like one of those plastic seats that you sit down on with arms. Okay. Um, what I learned, and, and, and this is something that's kind of an accessible design thing nowadays, um, is the bench seats are not good especially when you get older, you lose that fat (laughs) and the muscle. And so, and so you're bony and it hurts to sit. It hurts to sit on those seats. So it's better to just have the open floor space and bring in a chair when you need it. Cause those plastic chairs are actually softer. There's arms to push up on. There's a lot of ways to get in and out that it's actually better to just not have a bench. Um, and you'll see, you know, benches are a lot of people put benches in their showers. Sure. Um, a lot of people put them in as shaving ledges, all that kind of stuff. But it's it's just better to have room to put a chair in. Have the empty open space. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. And so anyway, so it, it was about how do, how do I make this cool? How do I make this exciting for him? How do I make this a fun space mm-hmm. um, that he wants to use and he doesn't feel bad about, you know, mm-hmm. bad about this, this space? So I thought, you know, I was thinking, what, what's out there? What's fun? 
found some cool masculine geometric tile to do like a little inset in the back of the shower. Um, we did some nice modern grab bars nice. throughout. Um, obviously, you have the sliding bar for your handheld shower controls. Um, I had a custom vanity made with the apron so that he could pull up in his chair. Okay. But I did a vessel sink on top, which, of course, that all takes all those calculations that the every average person doesn't realize. But, like, right. the height the height and the slope <laughs> for the knees. And, like, he was in a power chair, so it's a little different than a standard wheelchair. And so okay, all the, I was standing there measuring him while he's sitting in this chair of, like, how are we are going to make the slope work? Um, and so we did a cool vessel sink and a vessel faucet but I found one that you could tap on just like the kitchen faucets nice. so you don't have to use the controls so okay. it's easier to do that kind of on off situation okay um and even stuff down to the toilet like if you do a tankless toilet you can pull up closer in that walker to use the toilet that's amazing so, you really yeah. had to dig in and explore and really educate yourself yeah and, it, and it's fun and he was able to use it up until the end yeah. Um, so it's that was a huge thing in my book that he could mm-hmm. do a lot of the things himself all the way up until the end. And it wasn't like I said, it wasn't a cold hospital feeling room. It was right a fun modern bathroom. I think there's also so. this really beautiful element. I mean, you're so passionate about interiors. You do such beautiful work, and for you to be able to do this for him, yeah. You know, I I would imagine that was big. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was. It was it was nice to be able to, to know enough to be able to help him too, you know? Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like I was just picking up finishes. I was really thinking about how, how it was going to work for him, how it was going to flow, how how it was going to work, you know, how it was all going to mm-hmm. make his life better and easier. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. It's hard with family in general. And yeah. then on top of it, when you're not able to communicate well and you're stubborn and you're upset about what's situation, it's even harder. Yes. You know, like he didn't want, he didn't want it. He didn't want us to go through all this effort for him and do all this for him. He was just like, he did want to be, he did want it. He did want to be, you know, able to do it himself, but he didn't want to deal with it and talk about it and think about what was coming next. Sure. Which we had to do. We had to have that conversation to learn how to make it last for him. So that's hard, even with a regular client. Sure. You know, but now if someone calls me and says, hey, I have X, Y, Z, or hey, I'm, getting older and I want to redo my bathroom, it's the same principles apply because mm-hmm. even when you're getting older, your, your sense of grip isn't as great. That's why we have those lever handles, you know, mm-hmm. there's all those, all the same things apply. Yeah. Thanks. People have other illnesses that cause those same issues. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it, it was a cool, a cool process. Yeah, I bet. Do you have a couple like major takeaways that you could share with people if they were going through this or how to research to set up a space if they don't live near you and can't hire you? Yeah. So <laughs> I, I guess it depends on what you're doing. You know, if, if it's mm-hmm. an aging in place thing, mm-hmm. obviously the curbless showers are great. Even even people, if you're in your 50s, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you can have to get your knee replaced. I mean, that's a common thing. Knee replacement, hip replacement. And if you don't have that set up, mm-hmm. It makes your life really hard. Um, so just having a curbless shower, you could, like I said, you could always throw a chair in there. Having a curbless easy entry, if you're in mm-hmm. a walker, if you have to get a new replacement, if you fall and something happens for a couple weeks, it's nice to have all that figured out ahead of time. Having the floor mm-hmm. space too mm-hmm. that you don't have. Um, so having that turnaround space. So if you are remodeling a space, make sure you work with someone that understands all of that. Yeah. Um, wide enough doors. Definitely, yeah. To yes. fit a wheelchair yeah. or a walker or something in. Um, Everything else is pretty 
you know, standard. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the shower is a huge thing. Having the handheld shower heads huge mm-hmm. too. And those are easy add-on for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my clients even just use them just to clean their glass on their showers. <laughs> <laughs> it's an extra. I was extra use it when I when I bathed there. the dogs. So right. I was like clean everything. Right. <laughs> but I yeah. will say, I mean, this is nothing. Like I never had any major issues, but I did have a recent knee surgery, and I'm hobbling around on the crutches and mm-hmm. that ledge to get in my shower. It's right. small, Only four inches, but it's a big deal. But with that, when I was hobbling with crutches, yep. it was kind of terrifying to yeah. be honest I'm like yeah. do I feel safe and it, you know it, I had my eyes opened we'll say yeah yeah, yeah. Oh so I, I just those little things I mean that's a big that's a big change if you're doing a remodel because it takes a lot mm-hmm. more work to do so you got to weigh your options you know what's mm-hmm. what's financially makes sense and what what can I do realistically um depending sure. on your situation but it's always oh. good to at least think about it and plan for it and mm-hmm. have everything set up because you never know mm-hmm I like that. You never know and just be aware. And Mm -hmm. there's so many options out there now for different things. So they're coming out with new products every day. And that's, you know, I I always say that. Yeah, I I don't know if you're the same, but I get frozen a lot designing my own home because I'm like, I know tomorrow there's going to be something even cooler that comes out. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's very hard to do your own. Um, Yeah. And then if you have anybody else that has input, then it's even worse. Yeah. For me, oh, yeah. for my own house. It's like, a, I'd rather just do it myself, but my husband has an opinion too. Okay. <laughs> so what I do with my clients and they're like, oh yeah, my husband doesn't like this. And I'm like, okay, well, we're going to find a happy medium because I get it, you know? Sure. And some and some people are like, no, 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 I have the control. Nobody else, he, they don't care. He doesn't care or she doesn't care. Sometimes it's the guy, you know? My yeah. wife doesn't, she's happy with whatever. But it, it's a, that's a hard thing too in design. It's like melding two sides and you have mm-hmm. to have both people tell you what they want separately because mm-hmm. then you can really meld them yeah together but it's I, ju- I actually just like work with someone too. right right I feel like part <laughs> sometimes. but I, I just worked with someone they have a log cabin out in the woods in Minnesota and um she's very earthy and loves to be around nature and like calming peaceful and he's crazy like these chairs that he had I mean they were wild they're cool but like (laughs) super like abstract artwork I mean totally different realm and so she was stressed out and anxious from his decor and so it's trying to find this balance so everybody can feel that their space you know represents them yeah right but then then they're comfortable that's so important Mm -hmm. oh my gosh well, Erin, this has been fun. I have one final question for sure. you today. Sure. I want to know about your favorite space in your own home. Sure. Tell me about uh, it. So this is it. <laughs> um, not that many people would say their office is their favorite space, but it is mine. Um, and I, part of it, I think, is because I, I finally picked my colors and designed my, designed my office. Um, and I think part of it's also because of what I do here and how I use the space and you know, your energy will sit in the space, right? So we know if we use a space, the energy is different than if we don't use the space, all that fun stuff. Um, but also part of it's because I, I designed this space so that it helps balance me as a person. So I, I do have a lot of wood and a lot of fire. Um, I brought a little more metal and a little bit more water in here because I need those things, but I also okay. know how I work and, you know, and where in my house this is, um, it's a metal element. Um, so it, it, balancing all of those things, balancing um, 
how it functions. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, how, how can I keep it organized? How does everything have a place to go? Um, and then also I do a lot of like metaphysical stuff in here. So I think that part of it makes me excited to be in here because I like that energy. Nice. Um, so that's really cool too. And so when I, whenever I do like a feng shui reading or something, I'll, I sit here and I do a meditation before I start and I, I do all of it here. And, and so, but then I also do all the fun design stuff too. So I can sit here and yeah. work on my computer or yeah. do some drawings or whatever, but like it, it's all stuff I like. Yeah. And I'm surrounded by things that I like and I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so, and it's also only mine. It's like nobody else's energies in here. Like if I don't come and hang out, it's only, it's me. So having that so, space, you know what I mean? Having that space yeah, where no, nobody I get else it. is interfering. Don't you? There, don't you sometimes great. feel like it's your, like a little girl and it's your bedroom? Yeah, it is. I get that way with my office because of all I my mean, favorite little things yeah. and it's like your clo- my closet too. I've got a little. For a while, I was doing meditations in my closet because I was like, this is my only space where it's like quiet, okay, yeah. dark and contained. Yeah. And so you know, you have that space in your home, and like you have to have someone. You have to have some space, especially as like a mom a female of whatever you've got sure. dogs kids yeah whatever it is you need your space <laughs> for like leave me alone for five or ten <laughs> minutes and this is my space or just nobody yeah. else talks any of my stuff this is mine and you know that that's an adjustment yeah. you know what I mean to your at least for me like I after I, I was an only only child really for the most part okay. of my life and so okay. I grew my husband was too so let me get married we have three kids and two dogs and our house is like <sighs> right so not having that place of like calm and like quiet and like mm. me. So like this has become that space. This is my calm and quiet and me and I get to do everything okay. I love in here. So nice. It makes the space the best, you know? That's how I that's how love you do it. it. You're like glowy <laughs> yeah. even as you talk about yeah. it. I love yeah. this. <laughs> Well, Erin, I am going to share all about you in um, the show notes so people can follow you. And um, I'm also offering some new things on the podcast for everyone listening. Um, make sure you pop over and grab my top feng shui tips. I'm also going to be start doing a feng shui audit on the podcast, which is going to be fun. I hope you'll check that out, Erin. Um, I think it'll, th- think it'll be kind of interesting so people can apply. Just go to my website. Go check it out. Info is all on there. Erin, thanks again for joining me today. All right, everyone. We'll see you next time. I'd like to thank our production company, Caraggio Media, the WELT 95.7 Studios, and our sponsor, Good G. For more information, follow the link in the show notes. Be sure to hit like, hit the subscribe button, and leave us a five-star review. If you want to connect, find us on Facebook, and be sure to let me know what topics you'd like to hear about. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.